Well, hey, hey there, Chunkies. It's Carter here, the guy that you're normally hearing on your Mondays and Tuesdays, but uh, you're going to hear a different voice on this one. You're going to wish you saw the face of this voice, but this was one of our uh, original members. This was David. Uh, David left the podcast because David had a baby and those kind of things happened. But here's the twist. That baby is me. So enjoy this wonderful podcast with Jordan, Doge, and my dad. And uh, I hope it's super. Bye. Design your ideal <laughs> design your ideal golf game. Set of a golf cart, I have a four-wheeler. Set of a golf course, it's literally anywhere in the world. Okay. Instead of playing golf, I don't play golf. I want to play. I want to play. Go. I want to play. Okay, my ideal golf game. I'm inside. There's a television with a Nintendo Switch, and I'm playing, I don't know, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's better because you get to be inside and you don't have to walk around in khaki pants, but... that You know what? That's the worst part about Dress golf. Dress code. The, yep. the, the, well, just the, this air with golf of like, you have to be a fancy boy to come play my game. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? And they're like, no hats, no shorts, no jeans, no t-shirts. Your putt's made of gold. <laughs> my ideal golf game. We rent out us after this blows up. Yeah. We rent out an entire golf course. Uh-huh. We buy it uh-huh. in Canada. It's ours. It. Yeah. All we do is just load it with golf carts, and there's a start a start line. We say one, two, three, go, and you have to drive. And there's golf balls everywhere because we bought the place. There. Sure, yeah, we own golf it. Balls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Golf balls everywhere. One has to drive. One has to hang out, and that you have to pick up as many, golf balls as many golf balls. Would you have one of those lacrosse scoops? No, a butterfly net. Your team can. <laughs> well, but and then our team. And then, okay, is and it like a, is it like a big hole, and whoever has the most balls in their hole? No, they're Ooh. picking them up and they're holding them. But here's the thing. It's Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road rules. <laughs> Mad, Mad Max Fury Road rules. <laughs> and I'm talking if you can kick their cart over, oh, or if you can yeah. just if you can just do. And, and here's the thing: with a every, golf ball. every golf ball is a point. But if you want to sacrifice your point to, to hurt somebody, to hurt somebody else, to keep them that's from your prerogative. And and with all of the old golf clubs that were rentable before, instead what we have done is sharpened the edges <laughs> and you stick them in you the wheels in like their a wheels. Unless you want to keep some blunt for blunt force trauma. I would play this Guys, game. This is a better sport than golf. <laughs> this is. We can't record now, this. Now that wasn't our goal. No, because our goal would if, if sitting here recording yeah. a podcast is a better sport than golf. This new game we've invented, I think the sport should be called chunk. Is the best sport of all time. The, the game is chunk is the best sport of all time. Yes. Yeah. Like we're gonna go play chunk is the best sport of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Chunk Easy. is the best sport of all time. Is the best sport of all time. <laughs> Ha 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 ha. Well, we had a lot of fun with that intro, didn't we? Wow, that was oh, great. Oh, boy. But now it's time to get serious. Listen, <laughs> here's the thing. Guys, this is a very important episode. Yes, it is. And so we're going to go ahead and start out right now by saying this. If you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War, you're going to do two things. You're going to answer out loud this question. Why on earth did you start playing this episode? That's ridiculous. We'll wait. We'll give you space to answer. Here you go. Watch it now. That's the wrong answer. Whatever you said. And the second thing you're going to do, if you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War yet, is turn this off and go see Avengers Infinity War and then come back to listen. We'll give you time to do that now. The movie is two hours and 40-ish minutes. So you're probably we'll about on average 10 we'll minutes wait. from your local movie we'll theater. Wait. It's cool. going to take you five or six to get a ticket. So we'll be back snack. in about three hours. Just keep this playing, though. We'll leave that space <laughs> in the audio file. If it starts a little too early, you can... You know what? Just, Let's just have him pause it. Yeah, just pause it. You I think it'll be better. Pause yeah, it. it'll, it'll be better. better. So, uh, well, give him a second.
Did you pause it? Don't move you, right? Okay, so now that that you're back, you you loved it? (laughs) So I guess what I'm getting at here is this. If you've made it this far in, you now cannot get mad at us for spoiling this movie. Everything. No, let's not for ruining this movie. Absolutely. Because we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to touch every bit. We're going to be all over it. We're going to talk about the things that happen in this movie. You spoil, you spoil milk. We're about to explode. We're about to (laughs) annihilate (laughs) this movie. I'm going to hurt it. So I'm going to hurt it real good. All of that being said, most importantly, hello (laughs) and welcome to two chunks and a hunk. I am Jordan. And of course, I'm your chunk. I'm Doge. And you should have aimed for the chunk. Nice. Nice. My name is David and I'm perfectly balanced. Like a hunk should be. Nice. <sighs> I'm so excited about this movie. You oh, guys. Let's go. So let's good. go. Let's not even do stuff. Let's go right now. Give the thing. Okay. Doge. Synops. Okay. So Avengers Infinity War is really kind of Thanos' movie, right? Yeah. Thanos yeah, kind of yeah, owns sure. this movie. Um, and so it, it tells the story of Thanos and his quest to collect all, what are there, six Infinity Stones? Mm-hmm. Um, he gets the first The seventh several. is friendship. The seventh Infinity Stone <laughs> is friendship, obviously. The most powerful of all the stones. <laughs> is the friendship stone. <laughs> it's um, actually the dragon scale from Dragon Tales. I wish with all my heart... <laughs> To fly with Thanos. This is the story of Thanos trying to get the Infinity Stones. Uh, his goal, Thanos' kind of whole deal is that uh, natural resources are finite, right? And so the universe is rapidly filling up too quickly. So he wants to wipe out half of the population of the universe. Yeah. And if he uh, gets all six Infinity Stones, then with a snap of his fingers... He can do that. And so yeah. his goal throughout this movie is to gather the stones. Uh, the Avengers are fighting against him. They're kind of split into three main teams, uh, yeah. two of which meet back up at the end of the movie. It will be an exercise in futility to try and sum up all of the details of this movie right now. So yeah. let's so just get, let's into, get it. into it. Oh, so I want to break up this movie into chunks. Oh, nice. And hunks. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You never know. There's a big spoiler at the end. First chunk is uh, the end of Ragnarok. Thor, Loki, Heimdall, all of Asgard yep. on the ship. Yep. And it is in ruins. Yeah. And Thanos and the Black Order are there. So remind me, what's our very first scene in this movie? It's on that ship, it's right? The on de- the Asgardian so He's Refugee walking. Ship. And, it, yeah. and it opens with the Asgardian distress call. Yeah. Dude, I got chills, oh, I man. Know. Like the opening scene of this movie set the tone for Do you what know to expect. The voice of that Asgardian distress call is Kenneth Branagh. Really? The guy who directed Thor one. No way. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, and yeah. uh, I did read that they asked to use, I think it was for this scene, asked to use a piece of Patrick Doyle's Thor one score. Like really? The, the instrumental soundtrack for Thor wow. one for this scene. Did but they? I didn't notice. I didn't. I also didn't notice. That is unverified. Yeah. So we're introduced to the Black Order and <clears throat> Thanos. Oh boy. And Thanos looks so freaking menacing. I love the helmet. I love everything about him. Dude, this opening scene is so Good. And so we basically saw at the end of Ragnarok that Loki looked and saw the Tesseract so we can assume that he has it. Sure. Yeah. They kind of assume that we knew that. Sure. Uh, he basically is torturing Thor and Loki is in the midst of the Black Order. He gives him the Tesseract. He crushes it um, and basically uh, Loki says we have a Hulk and we see Thanos in action in the first five minutes of this movie and he makes the Hulk <clears throat> look like a boy. Dude, it, oh my it goodness. was... 
A, brutal to watch. B, so much fun to watch. Yes. Because the Hulk has never really been in trouble. Well, no. and, and if, if Thor's lost, it's been like close. Like yeah. you, you, could, you could say he lost in Thor Ragnarok to Thor, but it was a battle. But I mean, yeah. Thin, I mean, homie swept them. I, I mean, know. it was no contest. And, and what a great way, because <clears throat> you have to ask the question, especially if, the, if you're just the, the average audience goer, like Thanos versus all of these Avengers we've seen yeah, the past dude. 10 years. And in that moment, you take your strongest Avenger. The two strongest, dude. It's true. Yeah. Thor and. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Thor and Hulk. And just Whoops beat him. the crap out of Hulk. And I love the fact that uh, one of the Black Order members says, like, let him have his fun. Yeah. Like, this isn't even hard that was, for him. Uh, that was Squidward, right? Yeah, Corvus. Squidward. Yes. Corvus oh, so funny, oh, dude. Oh, my goodness Squidward. Okay, let's talk about the Black Order. Yeah, please. Yeah. Squidward. Here, here's my my rank of the Black <laughs> the Order. Just calling I don't know. Squidward. I don't know. What you're I can't remember his name. Ninety percent sure it's Corvus Glaive. It is Corvus Glaive. Okay. Uh, it's wait. not Corvus Glaive. Who? Which no, no, no. Corvus, Corvus Glaive is the one with the glaive. Actually. Oh yeah. Uh, obviously. No, he is. Um, um, let's call um, him Squidward. Yeah. Ebony let's call him Squidward. Ma. Ebony Ma. Is that Ebony Ma? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call him Squidward because okay, I, okay. I can't Squidward's verify that. Squidward's more memorable. Yeah. Squidward is by far the best member of the Black Order. Yeah. Oh, I just want to take dude. that sound bite. And if somebody's like, what's your podcast? I just want to play him that little file. He's the best. Yeah. I love how sinister and calm he oh is. Oh my goodness. When he just shows up at, 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 at Earth and he's like, children of Thanos, you have reached salvation. Dude, yeah. I found oh. him deeply unsettling oh in goodness. the best no. way. Like I loved him. And I love how there's something so creepy about people that don't get rattled. Yeah, yeah. That you're absolutely right. I mean, everything he was just like, Everything was an inconvenience. Just, ugh. I know. Okay. And then below him are the, there, there's four members of the Yeah, Black there's Order. four of them. The two, the big guy and the other guy are, <laughs> are like middle ground for me. Yeah. They're, they're nothing huge or special for me. So and then it's Corvus Glaive. And then uh, in the comics, his name is Black Dwarf. I'm pretty sure in this movie, in his, this name movie his name is Big Boy. His name is Cole Obsidian. Oh, okay. Cool. So both of them, they're in the middle for me. I thought they were fun. They were fine. Corvus Glaive really just looks like Hobgoblin. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man. And, and the big guy looks like uh, just a big menacing yeah. henchman. Honestly, yeah. he looked a lot like abomination to me. He did. Yeah. And then at the very bottom, I'm going to dump on the girl. Proxima Midnight. Really? Prox- yes. Great name. Proxima yeah. Midnight. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Name. They all, okay. Let's be real. They all they have, all have amazing very names. dope yeah. names. Yes, it's true. But her, she felt like a female Steppenwolf to me. I agree. The way that she looked. The, I think the only member of the black order that really worked for me was Squidward. Yes. He was the only one that I, that I really, really bought into. Like, like just feeling unsettled. Yeah. You know what I mean, Thank, like, thankfully I feel like we focused more heavily on him than anybody else. For sure. We did. He was the only one that was really a character. Yeah. But that's like, the he's girl, the only one the that needed to be The girl at the end definitely had a, like a very climactic scene against the, against Okoye and Black Widow. Yeah. And I lost my mind at that scene. Yeah. It's true. I think she's I, great. You sat next to me. You can confirm this. I don't fully remember. I'm pretty sure I just went, yep. Yes, please. <laughs> as soon as they all stepped into that yeah. like trench at the end. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like a bunch of ladies just like, you want to, you want to beat down on somebody? And I was like, yep, please do. Oh, but, so good. Yeah, Black, Black Order's great. Um, so we meet the Black Order. What happens next on, on so, the Asgardian ship? Uh, let's burn through that. Hulk gets shot back to Earth. Yeah. The saddest thing that happens on the ship. The two saddest things that happen on Heimdall the ship. Heimdall and Loki die. And Loki gets killed. Ugh. And they make Thanos strangles Loki till he dies. That was brutal. Brutal. Like... It was dead silent in the theater. Yeah. And I think, so for, for me, we talked about it a little bit. I was j- just about a hundred percent positive. Loki was dying in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Did not expect it in the first like four minutes. I know it happened. And I remember being like, okay, 
So that's what's going to happen yeah, that, today. That first scene, more than any other first scene, you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. You said Marvel lately. They show their hands. They show yeah, their the hands. first five seconds. And that, that really set the tone for what this movie was going to be. I mean, be. even what is it? Th- th- Thanos says no resurrections this time. I mean, yep. Thanos might as well have looked into the camera and been like, you hear that audience? <laughs> yeah. No resurrections I'm Thanos, this time. And I can personally guarantee everyone you love in this movie <laughs> will die. I'm going to kill a bunch of people. Well, and, and that's the thing. We've talked about the MCU up to this point. They've been very wishy-washy with if deaths are real. Yeah. And that was Thanos basically 100% speaking to the audience saying like, Loki's not coming back. Yeah, you I just murdered him. You better be scared this time. So Heimdall sends Hulk and I'll, I'm going to pump on that in a, in a little bit because there's a really big pump here. But he sends Hulk as the messenger to Earth to let them know Thanos is coming. Yep. And that's when we break to uh, Stark, Doctor Strange, Wong, and Bruce Banner. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. good. In New York, and they get attacked by Squidward and I think one other guy. It was Big Boy, wasn't Big it? Boy. Squidward and Big Boy, yeah. And then we have Spider-Man, who sees from the bus. I love when he says Ned make a distraction, and goes, Ned doesn't even blink. Because we're going to die! <laughs> Dude, the first thing with Spider-Man, I mean, the Spidey sense with yep. the hairs, which yep. huge pump. Yep. Huge pump on Enormous the visual pump. representation of Enormous pump. Spidey sense. In fact, I'd love to see them do more where like the hairs on his head maybe like stand up. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I, mean, I want to see that. No, like, just I mean, he touches one of those electric balls in the museum. I mean, full electric, but I would love to, I would love to know that like something crazy is going to happen because we see like just a little float. I think that'd yeah. be dope. Yeah, I, I like I like the Yeah, because how do you do bumps. the representation when he's in the suit though? Yeah, that I would wonder. be tough unless they do comic book like outside of his yeah. head. Yeah. I think that's the best visual representation of Spider-Man. You could just shake the time. camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, It'll be a noise, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Stark and um, and Wong and Doctor Strange are basically gearing down to fight. And Stark's like, "Hulk, you need to you need to Hulk out friend. right now, Get right about friend. now." Yeah. And we see Banner trying to turn into Hulk, and this is a, a line that stretched throughout the whole movie. Yeah, we don't never see resolved Hulk after after Thulk Thulk <laughs> after Thulk gets the crap beat out of him. We don't see him again. Yeah. And he refuses to come oh, we see, out. We see his face wants to go, no! <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, it was, was so great. good. He, I mean, Pump on Banner and Hulk's relationship yes. in this movie. It's, dude, it's, it's so finally fun. becoming that heckle and jot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll dude, get it. You I get cannot it talk today. It's <laughs> just too, he's just too freaking pumped, man. <laughs> it's the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like, they actually can talk to each other. They can, yeah, they're, they're yeah. separate. Because I feel like for a while, we didn't know if they're separate personalities or if they're they, one I feel the like same. they've really, like, honed yeah. in on who Hulk is yes. in relation to Banner. And Hulk is a scared child. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and yeah, a hundred. you mentioned it before we started recording, which, shame on you. Yeah, I know, that's <laughs> but, on me. Um, I, I agree with you, man. I think that the obvious, like, it was obvious to me, at least, that, like, Hulk, the reason Hulk didn't come out He's never had to be scared of anything before. No way. Yeah. Nothing this is his first time ever him. being afraid. Yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. We get into the, the first fight against the Black Order. Um, Tony goes up into their ship. Uh, he saves Peter Parker. Saves Peter with the Iron Spire. With the suit. Iron Spire, which is super dope. It was almost my super pump, if I'm being honest. Really? really? It almost was. As soon as the arms came out, I literally was just like, yes! I oh, I like, got it so like a pumped. new car in here. Oh, so <laughs> Big pump on that suit because in the comics, the Iron Spider suit only has three extra legs. I'm glad legs. they put the fourth. They put four because... It Obviously, sense. it makes him have eight limbs. Like yeah, I don't really understand why they did that in the comics. I don't yeah. either. I mean, the three looks cool, but it just doesn't. I think it looks better with four, it does. if I'm being real. So, and I loved when he used it to grab out the door. But yeah, so him, Strange, and, they're, they're and Tony, the they're in the, the donut. Well, Strange gets uh, captured. To the ship. Because he has the, the time stone. Right. That's yes. a, big, big, a big thing in the movie. So he's captured Hulk, or Iron Man and uh, Spidey are now up there trying to save him. Yeah, so it's a lot of stuff going on at that We've point. We've almost reached my super pump. Whoa. Sorry, sorry. Not almost reached it. We've, this is almost my super pump. It was almost oh, okay. my super pump. Okay. Up at this point in the movie, 
I have never been in an MCU movie where it was so nostalgic to early comics yes. and animated TV yes. shows. Yes. And here's the three things that stuck out to me. So in the Infinity Gauntlet, it starts with Silver Surfer crashing into Doctor Strange's yeah, home dude. saying Thanos is coming. I literally just reread that last night and I was like, I, I had forgotten how completely like lifted from the yep. comics that is. They send Hulk and he just, Thanos is coming. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm having, I feel like I'm a five-year-old. Uh-huh. And then when you first introduce Spider-Man, when he like blocks the punch and he's like, hey, Mr. Stark. Yeah. And he takes up half the screen well, with his Spidey face. Even going straight from school bus to fighting was yeah. so clutch for yep. me, dude. And then the one that gives me the most chills even thinking about it is Spider-Man's on the ship. Doors are closing. And he says, I should have stayed on the school bus. Yep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if that's not Spider-Man, oh, I don't know what is. It it's was just so good, That is the man. epitome like, of a Spidey. Dude, and I, I'll say this. The depiction of Spider-Man has gotten better with literally every movie. Yeah, it's so that's good. crazy. I think I'm going to say this sentence a lot during this particular episode of our show. It's just so good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it really it, is. Like there, it's almost so good that I can't say anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's hard to put some of the amazing. things into words. Yeah, I yeah think. it is. And so what we do, this movie jumps around a lot. And something I love that this movie does is before we jump into another scene we almost, we get the music of that movie. So like the Guardians music starts playing. Dude. It's yep. like 80s and, music and we know we're about to see the Guardians. And so that, that actually leads me to a point of the humor. I mean, just talking about scene transition yeah. and like tone. Yeah. This movie might be the best Marvel has ever balanced humor and I intensity. I completely yeah. agree. Because every time it was like, whoa, this is so intense. There was a good laugh to break that tension. Yeah. But every time I was almost like, okay, it's too many jokes. It was right back. Yeah. yeah. And, and I never found myself getting bored one way or the yeah. other. That's so true. And I can't, I mean, it's a long movie yeah. and not, never once was I like, okay, let's move to the next scene. I had that yeah. thought. I had probably about two hours and 35 minutes. I was like, this movie's really long, but honestly, I would watch another three or four hours. Easily. Like, it, and it, thankfully, I think we're going to get there pretty soon. That. It's interesting you mentioned the Guardians because my, like my, one of my favorite parts, it's not my super pump, but it's close to my super pump, yeah. is that the Guardians are back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Huge like, pump on the Guardians like, in this movie. It it just feels more like Guardians Volume 1. Their humor, their interactions, like, yeah. it's not so Guardians 2. Well, I don't yeah. even know how to describe and they, it. they fit really well. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. And I want I want to preface this with, I loved the Guardians in this movie. They're, they're, they're in a lot of my favorite moments of this movie. Yeah. My super dump is the Guardians. Really? Here's why. It, my, my greatest fear for this movie kind of came true and I'm not mad about it. Like yeah. it was necessary and it still worked really well, but I found myself a little bit feeling like, where are my old boys? Like the guardians were like the main, it was almost like the guardians were the main characters. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't get that either. I definitely I only did felt for me. that way about really about cap. And I think it's just like, you wanted to see more cap. I want to see more cap. Yeah. And I think see, it's just a function of like, Every every Avengers movie, Captain America has had the emotional arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is the first one that Cap played more of like a static, like a Hawkeye type yeah. of role. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is which is okay. And there's eighteen thousand characters in this movie. No, you're right. And, I totally and, and, get and I'm, that. I'm totally okay with all of those things. And again, like it, it, I struggled with this being my super dump for a long time because I I really don't have a problem with it. Other than there were just times where I was like man, this is a lot of guardians. Yeah. Like they're in everything. They were the only, they were really the only team. Well, first of all, I think it's hard because they are the only secondary team to really come into this. But it was like, because they're a team, there was just a little guardians and everything. And they split. Exactly. And and I think it kind of, and, 
Peter Jackson. It Gamora. guardianized a lot of scenes that wouldn't have other been guardianized. Yeah. But if that I makes loved sense. that though. I loved like, I loved having a mini guardians of the galaxy team with Thor and Groot oh, Rocket. Dude. Like, that and was I awesome. found them very yeah. compelling split up. Yeah. yeah. Like I think they were great split up, but, but for me, something about it, just, just, I kept finding myself. It was the only thing that ever brought me out of this movie. Even once huh. was I just kept finding myself going, this is a lot of guardians. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. Anyway, the guardians roll up on the Asgardian ship mm-hmm. and they run into Thor yep. who they find out is still alive. Yep. Yeah. We meet Thor. They have uh, some dialogue with big guardians. Let me pump on this yeah. whole thing. No, yeah, you yeah. go. I was, I was just, just going to say big pump on the interaction between Peter Quill and Thor. Yes. I think I, it's, amazing that, to me that's the perfect example of what we were talking about earlier number one that the guardians are back and they're genuinely totally, funny totally yeah. and number two the perfect bl- like balance of humor totally you know I mean? and it's character centric dude yes. and i was dying during the i mean like full belly laugh yeah, yeah. the the whole bowflex thing yeah was per- when he's like you know, you know what guys that's it's a wake-up call for me <laughs> i'm getting bowflex i was like this is it dude yeah. did they say he's a he's a surfer who who had, a baby a with an, who had a baby with an with angel. An angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And I love that, again, that strings at the home movie when they're like, oh, you're the Avengers. Thor mentioned you. You know Thor? Yeah, big tall guy, not really handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. And when, when Gamora's like touching his bicep and Peter's like, hey. And she's like, yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so they meet and that's when we get the break where Thor, Rocket, and Groot go to forge the hammer yep. and the rest of the Guardians go to find the reality stone. We with get, the Collector. With the Collector. where That's where we, we left it after Dark World. Yep. yep. Um, Gamora and Peter have a really important dialogue where they one kiss mm-hmm. and, and that, that romantic relationship finally seals. I don't think we've really seen that it, yet. It truly blossoms. It blossoms. <laughs> but then she says, you have to promise me if Thanos gets me to kill me. Love it. Pump. I mean, and she says, swear on your mom. It's so pragmatic, which was so weird to see in a Marvel movie. <laughs> it's really powerful. And I think that speaks to the, underlying theme of this movie like and i think cap states it really succinctly later on in act three when he says we don't trade lives like we're we're presented time Mm -hmm. and time again like with loki has the opportunity to trade thor's life to keep the infinity stone safe uh wanda has ultimately takes the chance to trade vision's life to keep a soul stone safe uh Peter and Gamora, like it's all about, do we sacrifice these individual people to keep this bad thing from happening? And the Avengers go into it with this really moral high ground. And at the end, they come out with Wanda willing to sacrifice vision. And even that doesn't work. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people have been misreading that and saying that there's not a clear statement of theme in this movie or Marvel states (laughs) it and then goes back and is wishy-washy. I think the point of that is to show that a moral high ground is useless against someone who literally controls all of reality. Yeah, like, I completely like agree. They have to dig even deeper than a moral high ground, and I don't know what they're going to do. No, I don't but they either. They have yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not enough. Yeah. I want to stay on this uh, on this storyline because the Sorry, Guardians, which one? Guardians uh, going, going to, to find nowhere? the, okay, the cool. ether. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they go to where the Collector was who had the ether, which is the reality stone. Um, they go, they see Thanos torturing um, the collector, uh, they go up to fight Gamora, stabs Thanos, basically kills him, and then you realize he's been using the reality stone. Which, I mean, they made the ether cool, yeah, and so like he, I p- pump on that, I guess, because the ether Did, was the dumbest thing in the world. Well, and a retroactive dump on yes. the fact that it acts completely differently than it did in Thor: The Dark World, but yeah. a pump on the fact that it actually acts like a reality stone. Yeah, it's the reality have. stone well, for sure. I'm here. glad that they were able to be like. 
it is worth it to abandon the whole Thor two <laughs> like putting in the air thing for yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, something yeah. that's actually cool. And he uses it a few times he uses actually. It a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where when you watch Thor Dark World, you're like, did they did they know that it was the reality stone? Yeah, or was it just it doesn't a, make it was any just sense. a powerful thing? A red liquid movie, yeah. power surge. It was it was <laughs> it was red Kool-Aid pudding that flew in the air. <laughs> yes. And that made Jane's eyes go dark and go, well, you know, so, she's evil. Anyway. So Peter does try to kill Gamora. She <clears throat> asks him to. Thanos has her, he tries to kill Gamora, and Thanos turns his gun into a bubble gun. Yes. Which is funny, but horrifying when yeah. you think of it. I mean, yeah. he just he made this decision to kill the woman he loves and then didn't even do like couldn't even do it. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So he takes Gamora and we're really introduced to Thanos's story at this point where he, I was just gonna say, I want to pump. I was so afraid Me too. that they were going to be like, because and of now 30 said. minutes of Gamora mm-hmm. of young Gamora, and I it know. was perfect. Yeah. My super pump. And this is crazy. Cause I said, I was afraid of it. Yeah. My super pump is Thanos's backstory and motivate like Thanos. Thanos is your, super Thanos pump. is my super pump. Yeah. Doge. My super pump for this movie is the character of Thanos. David, David, I 100% thought about it. Yeah. I promise you, but my, my super pump is a scene. Okay. We're going to stay over here and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, the reason that he's my super pump is that Thanos up until this point has not been a character. You know what I mean? Thanos right. has been yeah. a presence, an entity more than an anything. Entity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you felt that he was there, but he, he didn't really have any defining traits. Like yeah. I 100% completely bought uh, that Thanos, it felt like um, like Killmonger in Black Panther. Yes. Like I understand his motivation, his struggle. Yes, dude. Like, like I empathize. I can see yes, dude. what he wants, but his methods are completely yeah. wrong. I think that's how I felt watching the whole time is Thanos was a fully realized, fully fleshed out character yeah. as our villain. Yeah. And, and, and one movie, they made me feel bad for him. Yeah. They made me understand him. And at times they made me go, he might be right. Well, there's something that we've talked about multiple times, which is the villain has to be the hero of his own story. Yeah. And one of the most subtle things that I picked up actually uh, rewatching the trailer yeah. was he doesn't say, after all this, half the universe will be dead. That's a villain. He says, after all this, half the universe will still be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like that shows. I'm doing it to save He's a them. hero. Yeah. In his yeah. mind, yeah. he's saving the world. And, and that's, that's why he can sit at the sunset at the end of the movie and look at what he's done oh my goodness. with pride, not with an evil but, smirk. But I felt like, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it was, he's a lot of CG, so it's hard, but like, yeah. I feel like I read a lot of sadness in him while he was watching that sunset. Yeah, because he knew, and that's his whole thing in Infinity Gauntlet. So it's a sacrifice. That's yeah. a that's a miniseries from the eighties that this is heavily heavily based on. Yeah. Um, in the Infinity Gauntlet, his whole thing is like, I'm the only one with the strength of character to bear this burden. Dude, he says it in this. I'm the only one that's willing to do this. And yeah. so I have to do it. Like, it, it's totally like, it feels like the same line of reasoning that would drive Captain America to an action, like sacrificing yeah. himself Dude, and his own happiness. Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. With great power yeah. comes great responsibility. Yeah, it's like a dark inversion of that. It really is. And and I feel like, I, I just want to say the, the scene where um, they end up kind of in like the pocket dimension, never world, whatever thing. Um, with Red Skull, where he's got to sacrifice for the Soul oh, Stone. That's what's the, it called yeah, again? That's a planet. Yeah, but what's it called again? Um, I don't remember the name of the planet. Because it was like yeah. its own self-contained thing. Anyway, um, when he sacrifices her, to me, that was I think that was my moment when I 
knew that Thanos had to be my super pump because yeah. that was the moment where for me, he became the best thing in the whole movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Because and he's crying he, as he does it. That's, like, that's the thing, unbelievable. man. It flipped everything we thought we knew about Thanos yeah. because we thought he was this heartless, murderous demon. Yeah. And they said, he doesn't love anything. He's full of hatred. And it, he would not have received the soul stone if he didn't love Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. And so in that one scene, we see no, that is yeah. not Thanos is not who, for whatever he might be. He is yeah. not what we originally thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm going to agree and pump with everything you yeah, said. Yeah, no doubt. But the one dump that I had was I wish I would have seen a little bit more his love for Gamora. There was a, there was a part of me that was like, uh, it, it felt a little bit like uh, Yondu being Peter's father in yeah. Guardians 2, where in Guardians 1, we saw that relationship as nothing but abusive. Yeah. I feel I, like in Guardians, we we saw we saw Gamora's reality. Of, right. He's abusive. He's taught me to kill and train. He doesn't care about me. And I know that we flipped that to now Thanos' perspective, which is no, I do love her. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like we also disregarded the fact that he was an abusive person. But I don't think he saw it as abusive. You I, know what I mean? I and get I, that. And maybe that's the thing that the soul stone, like he believes that he loved her. Even if, even if he didn't yes. factually, empirically yeah. love her, yeah. you know, he, in his mind, he saved her. Like yeah. he picked her to be yes. part of the half of her planet that lived. I just wish we had a scene uh, or a dialogue where they're talking and cause we get it at that moment. That moment is great where she's like, yeah. this is, this is great because you don't love anything. And he mm. turns around, he's crying and he, mm. and it's like, no, he loves you. Gosh. I love that scene. I wish before we almost have a manipulation of maybe does he love her or does he love what he, she gets for him? And where she's saying, no, you don't love me. You love my power. You love yeah. what I do for you. And he's like, no, dude, I've always loved you. Call me a crazy like boy. I feel like we had that just w- more without spelling it out. It's true. That may, that may be true. Like his interaction with baby Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. In I the just, flashback. It, it, but yeah, I felt that, but I feel like I need a little bit more to buy in that. Not, not, not only was he willing to do that, but he loved, cause yeah. he says, what did it cost you? Everything. everything. And I'm like, yeah. everything. Well, but I feel like I feel like he probably doesn't mean Gamora. I, at least I read it as not that Gamora was his everything, but that in that moment where he sacrificed something that he loved, like he had to sacrifice who he was, like in a lot of those. That's how I read it. Not that Gamora's my everything, but like, like I had to completely I, I felt deny that Gamora self. was everything in that well, moment. I didn't. In, in his mind, he sees himself as a savior, yeah. right? But when he snaps his fingers, he becomes executioner. Yeah. yeah. And so he sacrifices his own perception of himself. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Well, and I, I'll, I will tell you though, one thing about the Gamora Thanos uh, relationship that I'm going to dump on, we didn't need the little pocket knife thing. It felt so weird. She, we haven't seen it in any of the other movies. Like she didn't well, have it, it. it. It brought the line of balance. I hear you. You could have done it with a stick on the ground, though, is the thing. Like, it just felt weird to be but, like, but she's like, got this pocket knife that she's but, never I mean, shown. I, I like that I like she it. was trying to kill him okay. with that. That knife, was though. cool. Definitely dump on the fact that we've never seen it before. That's my problem. Yes. My problem is not that it exists. Yeah. My yeah. problem is that it's just like, oh, by the way, guys, I have this knife that Daddy Thanos yeah. gave to me. I like the idea that the tool that basically represents his ideology is used to try to kill him. Down with that. But the fact that she's like playing with it, it's kind of like her taking out that picture of Steve Trevor, and we're like, that's always been there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just didn't see it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do dump That's on true. that. I get that. Yep. So, uh, let's, he, he gets, please. he gets the soul stone. Yes. We're going to back up a little bit yes. because something we didn't talk about yes. was the reintroduction of Captain America and the oh, Dark Avengers. Okay. So it's here's important. The thing. Actually, let's say Secret Avengers because the Dark Avengers is it's a, a team thing. led by Norman Osborn. Secret Avengers. Secret Avengers. <laughs> so I want to say one thing real quick. It's a secret. Don't tell anybody it's Avengers. Um, guys, 
We know how I feel about Elizabeth Olsen on this podcast. We know that I'm we a do. big fan. We know that I love her. This, I think this is Scarlet Witch at her best, dude. Yeah, it's good. I think that she crushed this movie. She's a huge pump for me yeah, in she's, this. No, she's and a big pump. She's starting to eliminate the accent, which is a good thing that because good. it's less distracting when she doesn't have. Yeah. I would rather believe that she has been working to get rid of it as a character <laughs> than have to hear it anymore. Yeah, so I'm glad sure. that that's almost gone. I didn't notice that, but it is way she, soft. It's yeah. almost gone. It's yeah. almost completely that's gone. So funny. Uh, her and uh, loved seeing like physical Paul Bettany as Vision. That was great. All yeah. that stuff. But let's get to what really matters here, and it's when what's his face Glaive homie stabs Hot our Goblin. boy Vision. Yeah. And Vision's like, oh no, I'm going to die. What are we going to do? Typical Vision. But I want to say this moment was almost my super pump. As well. There were a lot of moments that were almost my super pump. <laughs> yeah. Is my super pump allowed to be Avengers Infinity War? <laughs> <laughs> For real. Honestly, I feel that way. But the train. Yeah. Please, let's talk about the train. The train passes by. We see a shadow oh, lurking in the corner. Oh, that we? shadow has gotten a little bit bigger since oh, we last saw Oh, hasn't he? <laughs> it's... It's Captain beefy America, boy. <laughs> Chef Boyar, Captain I think, America. I think, uh, I think uh, Lady uh, Steppenwolf throws the uh, Lady Steppenwolf. Lady Steppenwolf throws the spear. He catches it, emerges from the shadows, uh. and we see Captain America. And then Natasha and Falcon, and they beat the crap out of the Black Order. Oh, dude, it is so wonderful. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, let me let me go ahead and say a couple of things. Natasha with blonde hair, big fan. Uh, Did they ever just talk about it? Or was it just like, yeah, just figure it out? I well, think they just all dye had, her hair they all had she like changed their appearance. Oh, was it because they were because they're undercover in hiding? Yeah. Now that makes sense. I actually didn't think about that, but yeah, that makes they sense. Literally, makes all sense. changed their appearance like, except Falcon. So that's why he has a beard and, and long hair. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, he's still two hundred forty pounds and is a freaking <laughs> yeah. muscle tank. But. I, I would say one of the best uh, costume changes in this movie is Black Widow's. Hmm. Yeah. she looks less like she's like James Bond Femi Fatale and, and more a, like she could actually kill somebody it's not like slutty clothes. leather yeah. it's like actual <laughs> actual like tactical like yeah, armor can I buy slutty leather clothes. where do you buy slutty leather I have a slutty leather couch <laughs> I'm slutty slutty leather handbag <laughs> slutty leather slutty leather how do they make There's money slut in my ledger huh how do they make money I had this thought it's when a they, movie yeah no for sure <laughs> tickets I think they sell tickets <laughs> and like posters well and, they they gassed up the jet uh, because the the secret Avengers uh, take I almost said Elizabeth Olsen they take Scarlet Witch and Vision Wanda. and they take them on the bird yeah. what is it the Quinjet the Quinjet the Hilo and I, and my, Hilo. my my thought my thought was <laughs> how do they get money to to guess that thing um they gotta have somebody bankrolling them right isn't Ooh. Wakanda kind of behind them I, I mean Wakanda's Wakanda, rolling in some money so I kind of think Wakanda sense. is is supporting thought, them on the table I thought because he says we're going home and. When he says that, they go to Wakanda. No, they go. Yes, he does. hundred percent. But they go to the Avengers. They go to compound. Avengers. They go to like the Avengers. Wait, Tower. that's where they pick up Don Cheadle, who somehow looks seventy in this movie. Don yeah, Cheadle. Yeah, Don, Don Cheadle looks seventy for a minute. But <laughs> yeah. was home not when they go to Wakanda? No, no, Am no, no, I no. out of my mind you right are. now? Yeah. We've only watched it once. That's true. That's fair. But no, I do think I got the impression that Black Panther was bankrolling the Secret Avengers. Because Maybe. I like and, that. And, and, I was going to say mostly because I really want that to be the case. <laughs> I like that a lot. It makes a ton of sense. Could be. Guys, we've, we kind of forgot to address something hugely important. In this whole movie, Tony and Cap are never in the same room. Yeah. He yes. opens the phone at the beginning to call, decides not to. And no, that's, no, no, that's no. huge. He, he, well, he decides not to because there's something huge happening outside. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so but, Hulk is the one that places the call. Yeah. yeah. And, and so they're never in the same room, which is a big deal. Like it's a yeah. big deal. They have you, not you seen each other since haven't. civil war, yeah. which there's, so let, let's talk about this. So now we're, we're back on Titan yep. with Peter, Spider-Man, 
and Tony Stark yep. and Doctor Strange. Those are the four yeah. main ones. Yeah, yeah. And they're waiting for Thanos to come and their their plan is to get the glove off. Yes. We have a fantastic scene. Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. Where Doctor Strange is using the portals to help everybody Dude, else out. Okay, Doctor Strange in this movie is cooler than he was in his own movie. Doctor so Strange was almost dope. my super pump. Dude, when he, when, when he had 16 arms, oh I almost God. lost my dang mind. Dude, I'm pretty sure we both grabbed each other's knees. <laughs> when he And then when he duplicated himself like 500 times... That, okay. That's when I was like, Sorcerer Supreme. So, so Thanos in that moment uses, so a cool thing about this movie is you can see which stone Thanos is using because they light up on his glass. And he actually uses He them. uses them for what their purpose is. They're yes. not just Ugh. random sources of power. So in yes. that, when he fights Doctor Strange, he uses the soul stone and the power stone in that moment mm. when he's got the duplicates yes. because he looks for the one with the soul and then uses the power stone against that one. And it's so dope. Like that little bitty attention to so detail dope. is why this movie it absolutely so rules. And, and you know why? We I can't believe we made it this far into the podcast without saying it. Thank you, Russo it's brothers. The Russos. Yes. The they Russos. make a movie, guys. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Also, they include little community references, which is awesome. There's not a community reference in this one. Community oh, and development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. You guys have seen the picture online, right? Of in nowhere, in the collector's thing, in the background, in one of the little holding cells is Tobias Funke painted completely blue. No, that's yeah, great. It's just I like a that. blue bald man with a mustache. That's so good. It's like way in the background. I love it so much. And there's two, se- there's two moments in this fight scene that are hilarious. One is where Peter Quill mm-hmm. shoots it, gives the bird and goes back down love the portal. It. <laughs> love yep. it. And then when Spider-Man's like, magic kick, Magic punch, good. Dude, I was losing it. Oh my it. gosh. So but good. then Thanos grabs Spider-Man by the face. And throws him and on the ground. And my heart yeah. jumped into my nostrils. <laughs> yes. Jeez. It was horrifying to watch. Well, and so that in this moment, they're about to take the glove off. Mantis does exactly what you called. Puts Thanos to sleep. Yep. Is reading her mind, his mind and says, he's mourning. He's killed somebody, somebody he loves. And Peter realizes it's Gamora. And he's talking, saying say it's not true. Like, yeah. tell me you didn't do it. And he's basically like half dreaming, half awake saying, I, I had to. Yeah. And Peter basically ruins the day because they would have gotten the glove off, but he got a little emotional through so, the punch. Well, oh, here's the thing. Man. Here's the thing. I loved the scene. I loved the emotion. I loved all the acting. It was very powerful to watch. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to dump on the fact that Peter couldn't hold his emotions back for eight more seconds. However, it just I seems think so conveniently placed to be a like disadvantage. It's true, but I think we've seen Peter do that in the past multiple times. Have we though? We've seen yeah, in the climax of the last one, he the way he's able to summon the power to defeat his dad <laughs> is by getting mad that he killed his mom and smushed his walker. Right, but, but, but he scene. didn't have a group of people around him going, don't do it, don't do it. Don't. No. Like, I feel like if... Uh, and, and I get why it's there. Yeah, I yeah. do. And I loved for the, the movie scene. for sure. I loved watching it. It's so much fun. It did really frustrate me that it was like, really, man. Yeah. But think about Guardians, Guardians 2. He said, that's why I had to put that in your mom. And he said, you kill my mom. And it goes, boom, 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 boom. And without yeah. any hesitation, just shoots the crap. Out of I'm not that saying has, there wasn't precedent for this. Happening. And I think that's the point of that though, is that everything that the Avengers, like they don't really try a lot of new tricks in this movie. They do right. things that have worked in the past and they don't work against right. Thanos. Well, and, and I think it's important also because Guardians have never worked with the Avengers and so they don't know that he's got anger problems when they're saying don't do it don't do it and he doesn't know that he needs to listen to them I hear you and I'm not saying there's not precedent I just remember in the theater I remember being very frustrated with Peter (laughs) and I was I was frustrated with the character of Peter but I was a little frustrated honestly and and 
it's so hard for me to say this because it really doesn't affect my opinion of the movie at all. And I still love the scene, but like, I'm actually a little disappointed with that being the reason the glove doesn't come off. Yeah. I I would have been happy if it was another reason. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happens in the scene that is huge is everything. We think Tony's going to die. Yeah, no doubt. He stabs Tony and the whole theater goes. (gasps) Yep. And, and, about this scene too. This is important. A callback from earlier. We forgot to mention this. Uh, Dr. Strange told Tony and Peter earlier in the movie. Yeah. I would, I would without hesitation, give either of either or both of your lives to save this time stone. Yeah. And then in the moment, does Again, the opposite. he's presented with the yeah. opportunity to trade a life for an infinity stone. Yeah, you're so right. Well, Dosh. and I, and I also feel like it's important. We haven't really talked about this just because how can we talk about everything? But, uh, Dr. Strange saw over a million possibility, you know, 14 million possibilities. Yeah. And there's only one where they succeeded. Yeah. And so what we're led to believe is Tony is very important to that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we know. Well, yep. and, and there's a couple thoughts that I have about this because one, I thought Tony should have died. Mm. Like I felt like that, that is what Infinity War called for was Captain America or Iron Man. Sure. And in that moment, we're like, he's going to die. And Thanos gives that line, which is kind of just thrown away at this point, but he gives that line where he's like, I hope they remember you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, he's about to slip. But here's what's throat. crazy. And this is why I love Thanos. Even with the way you just said that, it was too mean for the way he said it. Yeah. Like yeah. the way it's he like said it in the theater seemed sincere. Yeah. Genuinely like it seemed like that. he really was like, I, I genuinely hope they remember you for what you've done. Yeah. And that's what's so hard about this movie. It's, it's like, thank you. Well, and the only reason that I, <laughs> the only reason I can look and say, I'm glad Tony didn't die because I, I think he should have is because he didn't have the connection with Cap yet. Sure. But it's yeah. still, it's, it's we do flimsy need that for me because you're like, we need that, but yeah, but that, that should have been in a movie. That next movie, I think, is going to be the fulfillment. I think a lot of dominoes were set up in this one to be knocked it's over true. in the next one. And I get that, but I want to stay away from just doing stuff like that. No, I like, hear you. Okay, but in the future. No, I hear you. Because the thing is, would you ever in a million years think that Infinity War, Tony and Cap wouldn't talk? No. No. I, in fact, yeah. that was when, when I left the theater and realized, wait a second. Yeah. My mind just melted for a second. Yeah. And part, part of me is like, oh, pump. They completely subverted my expectations. Oh, I agree. And then that. dump because that allowed you to keep something going for a little bit longer than I think you may have should have kept it See, going. See, I, I agree I with like, the pump. I don't agree with the dump, yeah, actually. I agree. <laughs> so let's kind of race through the end of this because we still got to talk about Thor and Rocket and Groot. And then we got to talk about the fight. Guys, I think Wakanda. this might be a slightly extended episode. This might be a long episode. I think that's, that's okay. okay. Well, so Thor, I mean, really, when you're talking about a ton of details with Thor's arc, he's trying to make. Did you say we don't need to talk details about Thor's arc? About the scene where he's Get creating out the of hammer. Here. He's creating the Giant hammer. And Dieter be- Pinklage? I mean, you if you want to talk me? about it, talk about no, it. No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like this, I'm Thor's, just being silly. Thor's uh, plot. He just has to. He, he has to do. It's really heavy sh- on spectacle, light on plot. It yes. was the most fun. It was I most fun. A hundred percent disagree. Yeah, I don't think it was most fun either. Really? I think the team on Titan was more fun. No, yeah. no, no. I'm sorry. That was the most like entertaining to watch. But I'm just talking about like f- like space magic fun. Oh yeah, to no, me, that was super his, cool. His was the most full of like. Comedic relief and I, like that kind of stuff. My super dump lives in Thor's scene though. Interesting. You know what it is. My super dump is that Thor got his eye back. Thor got his oh, eye dude. back. Why did he get his eye back? I didn't think about that being your super dump, but yeah, it's such that. a waste. Me and Jordan watched that. it together and we both put a thumbs down. Seriously, when we that both happened. immediately were just like, nope. That's my super dump. He doesn't it. need his eye back. Agreed. I hate it. The maybe the cool thing is that it's orange like Heimdall's and now he can call the Bifrost, so maybe he's like a new but Heimdall. It's not, but it's not Heimdall's eye. But it's eye. not Heimdall's eye. It's it's yeah. stupid. I hate hey, it. And here's, here's something I'm disappointed. I'm going to dump on myself and all on all three of us for not putting together the fact that we knew Thor was with rocket who steals body parts all the time. And yeah. that's the thing. 
Bring as much logic to it as you want. I don't care. Oh, no, I no, want no, his no, eye no. patch. I'm, I'm with you. No, I know. I know but you the are. fact that we weren't like, oh, Rocket's just going to have an eye. Yeah. yeah. Like 100% we should have yeah. thought about that. Yeah. So he's he has to make this hammer and basically he has to muscle it because this. Because the, he's oh, all muscles. <laughs> and boy, howdy. Yeah. Does he muscle it? Boy, uh, does he got him. <laughs> but it doesn't work out the way that it's supposed to. He and it looks like it's not going to happen until Teenage Groot, who has been completely distracted by a video game this whole movie. Which, by the way, huge bump that. on Teenage Groot cracked me up. Teenage Groot's And the fact funny. that it was like basically space, inv- or not space invaders, uh, Galaga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was great. But uh, Teenage Groot grabs both ends of the hammer, yep. burning his own hands, yep. pushes it together, uh, and then makes the handle for the hammer for is one of Groot's arms. Oh my Which, goodness. first of all, pump on the name, name Stormbreaker. What a great and cool name. Pump yeah. on the fact that the handle is Groot's Groot. Arm. Yeah, that's 100%. And then, can we talk about Maybe the best scene in the whole movie. You mean my super pump? No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Ah, talk about because it. Because <laughs> here's the thing, you guys. At the root of a super pump, it's the p- part of the movie where you're most pumped. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I watched this, and I had I had three moments in the theater where I verbally could not control myself. Only yep. three? three. Was, was one cat behind the train? No. Because I'm pretty sure I went, oh, yeah. (laughs) I made that exact sound in this scene that you're about to talk about. They're interesting scenes. The first one was when Spidey's head took over the whole... Uh, the whole screen when he was like, hey, Mr. Stark at the beginning. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I screamed. Sure. Uh, the third one we'll get to in a second. Yep. But the second one was when Thor comes down to Wakanda. <sighs> electricity. Electricity. Just <laughs> huge. Has his new hammer oh, and goes to town on the duh. aliens. I... I disregarded the fact that I was in a theater yeah. and screamed at that moment. Dude, I literally, I thought I was going to stand up and just jump. The axe going full fidget spinner just, just Oh my goodness. I was, I didn't know what to do. I'm pretty sure I was just convulsing in my Dude, seat. I have memory loss. I don't, I, when I try to picture what he did, I cannot you tell you. Because you were just too busy going, oh, going, oh! I was literally screaming. I didn't know what was happening. It was just like Christmas morning where you don't even know it's in the gift, but you're just excited. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's big. It's a big old box. That was, so that was the point where I looked back and I was like, that was the most pumped I've been in a movie in a long time. It has to be my super pump. The only thing that could, yo, first of all, yes. (laughs) Enormous pump for me. That was another one that was almost my super pump. I totally agree. Our super pump was just like, I love the depth of this character. (laughs) And you were just like, my super pump is dope. This makes lightning big time. (laughs) But I agree though. But here's the thing. And this is this might just be a me thing. I am physically incapable of thinking about that scene without my brain going. They may have should have brought that back a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of a dumb for me that they didn't bring that back. I do want to talk about though while we're talking about Thor enormous pump on his scene with rocket when rocket gets up this is earlier in the movie when rocket gets up and goes all right time to be the captain and he goes and talks to thor he's like hey man you seem like something's really wrong and thor like chris hemsworth crushes that scene when he's like you know i'm over 1500 years old yep i've never fought anybody that i didn't beat but i think my brother's really dead this time like i totally bought and they kept character consistency with rocket from guardians too. Yeah. They showed that rocket, rocket had grown to be willing to outwardly care about people. Yeah. And that was dope to me. Yep. Yeah, the good. CG of rocket looked a little wonky in this one. He didn't look as good as he, he did in guardians. His too, in eyes opinion. looked different to me. I didn't catch that. It, for, for me, it was the like fur looked a yeah. little more coarse Which, to be fair. If they're going to spend all their CG time on Thanos on to make rocket. him look yeah. like a real purple person, 
Which he did. He did. Which he did. Do it. Yeah, I'm totally on board. Yeah. Well, and one thing we kind of have glazed over a little bit is they go to Wakanda. Yeah. And so we we are reintroduced to yeah, Black Panther and uh, Umbaku. I'll tell you and something. Okoye. I'll tell you something. I'll dump on. Come actually, on, dump. if we're gonna sh- give screen time to the newcomers, we didn't get enough Black Panther, in my opinion. No, we didn't. If if we're gonna give screen time to the newcomers, and I get why we focused on the ones that were a little more Thanos's speed. Well, and we I just we just did Black Panther, and I get and that. Too. I think Black Panther. This is the only role he could have played in the story. You know what I mean? Because he's not going to just like if aliens are attacking, he's not going to peace out from Wakanda and go help <laughs> yeah. these random heroes in New York. That, maybe that, what that I'm is saying his, that is his territory. Maybe what I'm saying is just like always give me more Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, I, think I think is what I'm fair. trying to. That's say. for yeah. sure. And there there is something that just comes from within me like yeah. my soul yeah when umbaku is like hoo, hoo. oh dude and yeah, the army's like, oh, oh. i can't remember oh, i don't know man. what they say it but was, whatever oh, whatever it is I'm, a, I'm gonna google anytime that right you get that that tribal unity of just like don't mess with us yeah it it stirs something yes. it's something inside you that just starts to like, fight yep, somebody yep yep yep, yep. I'm, yep like, I'm a lover not a fighter but i will wreck yeah, somebody after somebody someone says that, that. Yep. And uh, sorry, we forgot to mention that uh, Bruce is in the Hulkbuster because he can't, he can't bring Hulk out the out. Green Boy. Yeah, it means hold fast. What they're chanting. Oh, that's very cool, though. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. That is, v- yep. but but though that is very cool. Though. I know, I know. <laughs> hey guys, yeah. that is so cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hold fast <laughs> is the coolest thing you could say. It's yep. like that's the Godspeed of war. Yeah, it yeah. is. Oh, I love it. Well, and so like like you mentioned, uh, Marvel completely threw us off guard 100%. by the trailer. Yep. Yeah. Because Hulk is in the trailer and there's that running scene, which the whole scene's not in the movie. Nope. But that running scene where you see Hulk and Cap and Black Panther. Which I'm actually very happy that it's not in the movie. <laughs> I am yeah. happy it's not in the movie because one of the things it did is we were waiting for Hulk and every time Hulk said, no, we're like, when is he coming out? Every time his face came up, I was like, here it is. Nope. Yeah. Here. Nope. Here, I nope. love I love the uh, the inversion when Bruce says what Thanos said in the post credit scene when he's fighting Big Boy uh, and he goes fine I'll do it myself when yeah. the Hulk refuses to come out <laughs> that's and help great him. yeah I, I didn't even catch that that's so cool I didn't either I, until you just actually, said that I'm pretty sure it's actually after the arm gets ripped off of the Hulkbuster suit so like it's his, almost a full almost back. a full yeah. inversion Thanos takes the glove and Bruce gets his glove removed that's great that's yeah. actually really that's good so cool yeah. and 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 I. You know, he didn't get a whole lot of screen time, which is, you know, fine. Yeah. Again, I'm coming to grips with really, there's a lot of people that no, a lot of people didn't get a lot no, of coming to grips Nobody with got that much screen <laughs> yeah. time. I hate it, but I love it. I think really what it boils down to is just give me more movie, but I <laughs> yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, but like Ruffalo killed it again. Yeah, he can't so stop. Good. I love when Ruffalo, when my super pump happens and Ruffalo's like, oh, you guys are screwed now. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. so good. Oh, man. I love it so much. So, I mean, if we're here. If you need anything to, to talk about before we get here, we're basically coming up to the snap. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything we need I to do touch wanna, before? I do There's a couple things the, I want to touch okay. on I kind of want to dump on the fact that their whole dome thing was just the Gungan's defense from Star Wars <laughs> The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Gungan. Yeah. And like, to be fair, it, it did turn into a, a, a big bombad time. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Well, another thing that I, I had thought was Wakanda's not so secret anymore. I th- although I know that they opened it after Black Panther, yeah. it was a little easy to find. I get how Cap found it. Not really sure how Thanos found it. Not how, sure how Hulk found it. Well, or uh, I mean Thor, but like I think that they, the Bifrost he, he bifrosted down. Thanos teleported down. Did he bifrost down. Thor yeah. bifrosted down. That's too. the whole thing. How did he bifrost? Because the Stormbreaker his axe can, can control open it now. the bifrost. Oh, gotcha. which is I gotta, I gotta, dope. <laughs> very cool. 
Um, there's, but there's what else one you thing. Need, what else you need to dump on? So the dome. When yeah. when they're like they're gonna the come around the and they're gonna overwhelm us. So what do we do? We make sure they're in front of us, open and they're the like, gate. okay, open the gate, and they open that one sliver. Mm. That was the moment where I was like, yep, 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 yep. And it, it just <laughs> went down. It, yeah, that is a, that is a dope way to say we have to have this fight. Well, yeah. and, open and the gates, Falcon, War Machine. Oh no, dude, let's talk about this. Actually, <laughs> the most important thing. Come on. I know what my most hyped moment was, and it actually surpasses the Thor entrance by this much. Okay, you're barely. lying, and I hate you, but go. When Black Panther and Cap sprint ahead of everybody oh, else. That's yeah, good. Matching just, speed. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's so good. Oh, so good. It's incredible. Well, there's something about there's something about a leader that goes first. Oh, but like couldn't not go first. Also, it's true. But just like I don't. I have these abilities. I'm I'm using them. Well, and I think I'm still like I have such a soft spot for Cap as a character. Yeah. That like I want him to be the best at everything, and I know he's not. But watching him sprint ahead of even Black Panther, who is so fast and strong, yeah. And watching Cap just barrel down to those aliens, man, my heart was pounding. Well, and there's a couple of things in this fight. I mean, there's when Thor comes back and Cap goes. You cut your hair? And he's like, yeah, yeah. See, you've copied my beard. <laughs> that yeah. was so great. And then he was like, who are these guys? And he goes, I am Groot. He goes, I am Steve Rogers. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> like an 80-year-old grandpa. The sincerity with which he said that killed. I mean, our theater lost it. Yeah. And I, and I do want to say also, Thor's entrance, just to go back to that for one second, our theater went buck That's something I do want to talk about. Like, we... I feel like, well, maybe I should save this for when we get to the snap, but is there anything we need to talk about before we get to the snap? I mean, obviously Shuri is unsuccessful to remove the, yeah. the soul stone. I mean, there's, there's one dump that I have and you guys are probably going to nitpick it, but there was a few times in the movie I felt like the villains left rather than fight. So like uh, during the, when the secret Avengers show up and they're like, oh, you they won't get be, this chance again. They beam back up. up to the ship. Okay, that's fine. That happened once. But then- uh, Peter, you know, kills Gamora with the bubblegum uh, shooter or the bubble shooter. And then he's like, I like him and teleports. And he didn't kill Drax or uh, Mantis in that scene. Which I, I feel thought like, they, I think I thought they were going to die. Do that, I feel though. like the whole thing is that he doesn't like Thanos doesn't want to. But his motivation is to destroy half the people on Earth. Well, I get I that he still has his compassion. motivation is to save the other half. That's the important thing is his motivation is not to kill. His motivation is to save the but other half. But to be half. fair, he killed Loki and Heimdall by hand earlier in the movie. So I I'm with. Yeah, it's one of those things where guys, it's like uh, it's like civil war. I can't decide. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I, I felt I thought that Drax and Mantis died when he did that. Yeah, when mm-hmm. he turned him into blocks, I was like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I thought but so then too. He unraveled back into Drax and I was like, what? I super loved that though. Yeah. <laughs> it was one that, of those things that actually is lifted straight from the Infinity Gauntlet. Really? Like that happens to Nebula and Mephisto in the Infinity Gauntlet. Blocks and uh And she like, like hovers around him for like half veggie noodles. The movie, which hey, honestly yeah. is also in the movie. I think I'm just stalling before we get to the snap because I know it's all over yeah. after the snap and yeah. I don't want to be Let's done do talking. It. But Let's do it. But one more thing. Nebula's torture scene, dude. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Oh man. It's fine. Really? Yeah. This oh, is man. the only time I've ever liked Nebula. It it was like really intense for me for some reason. I think maybe I just really want to get to the snap. So I'm like, I don't care. Go. go yeah. Past. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Let's I, talk about the snap. We've been dodging around. Guys, it. they did the snap. They did the snap. I can't. I still can't believe it. I want to go on. I don't know if I told you so is an appropriate thing to say on. Wouldn't it be nice? I said, I'm putting my money that this movie ends with a snap. Yeah. But it didn't end with the snap, idiot. What? They did other stuff. Yeah, it ended we- with a snap and then a slight amount of yeah. fallout. Let's just, David's going to be a curmudgeon. Let's let David be a curmudgeon and then let's go okay. talk about the fun stuff. All right. So this this movie, 
I think is the best MCU movie that we've gotten so far. Personally, this is the, like, I, I can barely say anything bad about it. But right up to the snap, it's so weird that my favorite MCU movie contains my biggest super dump of the MCU. Wait, let him do it. It's going to be easier if we just let him get it out, throw his the little biggest and get MCU out dump to me. So the, the finger snaps, it's what I wanted. That's Infinity Gauntlet 101. That's how it starts. Half the universe dies. And the moment of, oh no, oh no, oh shoot. Like that moment of like, I want it to happen, but I super don't. That moment that we were all, like when Cap dies or when Tony dies. Like, it's going to hurt, yeah. It's going to hurt, but we want, we want it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. That scene, so I love that it breaks the gauntlet. Yeah. It's like it took all the power but to it, do it. But it's still usable, I think. I th- well, I think the stones are still usable. I think the gauntlet's, the gauntlet's broken. Well, there's more than one gauntlet too. Is the I know, thing. and we know that. Um, but he snaps and you're like, that's half the universe. Yeah. And then Bucky. And you see him go, Steve, Steve, and he evaporates. And I literally uh, said in the theater, the, the third time I screamed was, oh, fudge. Dude, in my theater, I have never heard this response in a movie before. In my theater, there was literally like probably three or four women weeping loudly. And a woman goes, no. And as soon as Bucky <laughs> That's starts exactly to like how dissolve, I felt. It was like, I have never, dude, been in that emotional reaction Straight, in a movie. About five seconds into the dissolving portion of this movie, our theater until the credits finished. Yes. Completely Not silent. a word. Mine too. I I yelled, oh, fudge, on accident <laughs> when Bucky dissolved. He's Be- not censoring himself. He literally said, I literally oh, said, fudge. oh, fudge. <laughs> the, yeah, fudge. Um, and in my, in my mind, Bucky's gone. Yeah. Bucky, that was the last time I saw Bucky. Bucky's dead. Yep. And I hated it and I loved it because I knew it was what I was asking for. Yep. And then I can't remember who's next. I think, I think it was like, Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch and all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Yep. And then Spider-Man dissolves or Black Panther and Star-Lord. And I get this moment of like, oh, so this isn't final. So to me, it's the same thing as BVS Superman dying. In that, in that moment, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, they killed Superman for a lot of reasons. Obviously, we didn't care about him that much. Right. But I wasn't able to mourn. I'm getting all these texts like, oh my gosh, they killed Spider-Man. It was so sad. And I'm like, I didn't mourn Spider-Man because I know Spider-Man 2 is coming out. Yeah. I didn't mourn Black Panther because I know there's going to be a Black Panther. So for me, it cheapened death. It did the thing that the MCU does, which I was hoping Infinity War would be different. I was hoping Infinity War would be the one where they're like, no, death is final. Going back to what Thanos said, no more resurrections. This is going to happen. But instead, they kill off these people that we know are going to come back. In my mind... It should have been Bucky and then Scarlet Witch, Vision, Okoye, and you know Falcon or War Machine, like some big characters. And then, obviously, in my version, Cap and Stark do connect. But then it's like Cap, and he starts to dissolve. And the whole theater's like, no. <laughs> no to this. Screw this movie. Yeah. But instead, Cap could have done. Sure. And it would have been the same, because this death isn't final. And that ripped my heart out, not in the way that it should have. I should have had my heart ripped out because I'm mourning characters mm-hmm. that I know I'm never going to see again. But instead, I'm mad because I know that they're going to just redo it. So I, let me letting oh, you finish that go. was the hardest yeah, thing I've ever done in my life. Go. Wait, I, hold on, time out. That is your super dump. That is my super okay. dump. Okay, that's why I want to let you finish. Thank you. It's the only reason I, I respected to, that sentence. I will <laughs> say, I will say this: Is the Empire Strikes Back less good because the good guys win in the next one? Hit him where it hurts. 
I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, so you're going to have to remind me. The Empire Strikes Back ends with Han Solo frozen in carbonite. Luke gets his hand cut off. He learns that Darth Vader is his father, and the the rebellion is broken and has to retreat from the Empire. And let me tell you, David, what did I tell you when the the second He brought up Star Wars. I looked at you and I said, this was the Empire Strikes Back of the MCU. Which, again, side dump is why... Uh, Age of Ultron is supposed to be Iron Man 4 because this is the middle chapter of a trilogy about Thanos. Right. Anyway, The Empire Strikes Back is not less good because we know that in the next movie the good guys are going to win because that's how stories work. Yeah, but that's not my dump. My dump is if you killed Luke. Right. And you've killed Luke before. And Luke's always dying. And a a lot of characters are dying. No, that's a great point. But for me, for Jordan, the snap was never going to be permanent. There wasn't a single character that would have dissolved in the snap that I would have gone. They're gone forever. Because if the snap is permanent, that means that Thanos good, wins. Good does not win. The oh, the the end. No, and but, in but, stories, good but wins. It, but it's not, it's not about good doing everything that we're that we're hoping it's going to do. It's that they win, and they can still win if half the universe. Like, no, they can't. That's he, a huge loss. It's and a huge Thanos loss, succeeds. but it's not the war. Because if they beat Thanos in Avengers Four with but half the universe all, gone, but that's all he wants. He's already succeeded. His job is over. He doesn't want to. Well, then how about you do the Iron Man? If, if we can't save the world, then you can be dang sure we're going to avenge it. And rather than making it, they're going to save it. They're going to avenge the world. That makes no sense, though, because at that point, half of the world is, half the universe is dead. I know. And they're just going to go beat up the guy who did it. And that's that supposed to be a win for that us. That can't be a victory. Why, why does it have to be a victory? Why does, it have, why does the victory have to be all the people come back? Why can't the victory be? Because that is because that is the failure to play devil's advocate. We don't have a guarantee that all the people come back. We have a guarantee that Spider-Man and Black Panther come back. I know. But but that's true. It's it's true. true. And we don't even have a guarantee that Black Panther comes back because we don't have Black Panther 2 confirmed. Um, I I think the box office numbers are (laughs) enough confirmation. But if we're talking about factual confirmation, the only movie that's been announced post Avengers 4 is Spider-Man 2. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and the only thing that's been said about that movie is it's going to be a global adventure not set in New York City. So it could be Miles Morales. It's not, but <laughs> it could be. Yeah. We know Tom Holland's cast it again, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, here's my thing. And I, and I told you this in the theater, and, and I still think it now. The important thing is not what it did to me watching going... Oh, it's so sad that Spider-Man died. Although that scene was brutal. That yeah, scene that was, was horrible. That scene was terrible and incredible. The the significance is in universe. The significance is at our at our next Avengers movie at the start, who are we left with? Yeah, like our characters are mourning. Right. In universe. Well, well, not even just mourning. They're now at another disadvantage. It's true. And they couldn't even win with the advantage. But so does that mean that when Superman dies at BVS that it's like, okay, but it's in universe. No, I think we were all thinking he's going to be in justice league. So this isn't real. Right, right. But the reason we didn't mourn that character is because he wasn't a character. I know, but I'm These still, but I'm still saying the argument was never like, but in universe though, it's like, no, who cares? No, because you're we right. as the audience, who's the movie is for. Sure. You're right. I would think the MCU has enough knowledge and Kevin Feige has enough knowledge to say, Fushigi. Yeah, Kevin Fijiji has enough knowledge to know that we know Spider-Man 2 is coming out. So don't kill Spider-Man. Yeah. Even if you just kill Black Panther. But killing people that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt are coming back right. cheapens the climax of the movie. I don't know if you could say climax. But probably the climax no, of the but movie. But your assumption now is that story writing is for the audience. Story writing serves the story. It has to. It can't. You can't write a story and say... If the audience knows this is coming, I can't do it now. No, because if the story's better that way, you have to serve the story with your story. Exactly. I get that. That's how it has to go. There's no there's no way that every because in, in fact, for me, if everybody dissolved and Spider-Man was still there, I'd be like, well, at least Spider-Man's still there. Even yeah. if I know. Yes, but I, I get the the very 
nuancey way of of saying the stories for the story but in reality like a, a twist you call of, me nuancey a, a twist of a movie is for the audience sure that's why this, this was a twist, twist. yeah I, I know but I'm, but I'm saying there's still the reality of okay but this story this is for the audience because yeah. they're trying to spark an emotional response from the audience sure so did you it, have one honestly after black panther because i think he was first yeah my thought was like are you serious? Another not death from the MCU? But then we have Loki and Heimdall at the beginning. And I, and I'm, I love that. I love so we, got t- we got real deaths of major characters. It's, it's tr- no. And we don't know who is coming back. That's the thing. Like, I, I think we can talk about this and we're, we're pretty much at this point at a stalemate. Yeah, we're, we're just, just kind of circling the we're drain. We're going to talk at well, each just other because until I, we agree. It's because of like how wrong you are and how right I am. It's really frustrating. <laughs> I think the bottom line <laughs> is like this Avengers 4 will make or break this moment. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I I think we can't adequately judge it until we see Avengers 4. That's exactly what I've said to anybody who tries to talk to me about The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because I initially have a very negative opinion about The Last Jedi, but Star Wars Episode Nine will prove whether The Last Jedi was was a good movie. Well, and and let me say this. That is not the case for this movie. Like, Yeah, no, no. This movie is unquestionably (laughs) a good movie. Because also, taking away my super dump, if this movie is judged on its own, it's incredible. Yeah. And yeah. there's no dump there. Yeah. It's only in a perspective yeah, I, I have of what's coming later. I hear you. So this movie by itself, not even a super pump, it ripped my heart out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, but something that I think, because really this boy right here, this time stone, that is the biggest liability in the MCU. It's, it's like the time turner. And they in, actually used it, which was awesome. Yes. I love the moment where Thanos uses it. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I'm, I'm yeah. happy they did it because if the, if he didn't, I would have spent the rest of time going, he could have just turned back time and succeeded. Yeah. And I think what needs to happen in Avengers 4 is I think he needs to crush the time stone and say, so just in case you thought oh, you were going to use yikes, it. And man. Throws, the, throws the ashes of a time stone away. Yikes, so that man. way, that that's his no more resurrection. Yeah. The last yeah. I'm going to say about it, at that moment though, we know that somehow they're going to save the day. So does it make crushing the time stone an insignificant thing that should Oh, he got you. You look stupid right no, now. I think that's the way that you, whatever deaths happen in Avengers 4. So say we, I think where they're going to bring everybody, everybody back or bring whoever they're going to bring back, bring Spider-Man and Black Panther. And then there's going to be some deaths. And then he crushes the time stone to say, this isn't going to happen again. I think that's that's how you could solve that. Okay, I just completely disagree with that dump. Why? Oh, with the dump with no, 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 my dump. No, no. Hey, guys, dump hey guys, hey guys, we've already talked about this. Have your opinions. I also, I also do not feel as strongly about it as you do, but you can. I, I do. That's the beauty of our formula. It's true. That's the and beauty of art. It's subjective. Love what you love, hate what you hate. You're just wrong. But speaking of formulas, we have one to share with you guys. We do, and it's it was made in a lab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's genetically perfect. It and is. We have nicknamed it the scientific cinema scale. We and you can't know what? Show you the real name because it's way too long. You wouldn't even understand it. It's like a different language. But like, you know what that means, right? It's time to rate this movie, guys. Yes, it is. So let me break down this scientific cinema scale. I'll break down every ranking that we would need for this to be relevant to this movie. The best thing that we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. So you guys want to rate it? Yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> no, I'll go through the rest of the scale just so we like keep them in suspense. The next best thing we could ever say about a movie, buy it, spend buy your it. bucks, you know what I mean? Ka-ching, ka-ching, there it is. The next best thing I could ever say about a movie is rent it, spend a couple bucks, get it, watch it, send it back. Blockbuster, you know, red box. The next best thing we could ever say about a movie, stream it. If some of your bucks are already being streamed, into a streaming service and it's on there hit it otherwise get out 
not like the movie. It has a great movie. <laughs> the next best and second worst thing we could ever say about a movie is forget it. Forget You'd it. be better off if you just pretended this movie did not exist. And lastly, the worst thing that we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. You guys want to all rate it together? I kind of think that we probably could. Yes, we could. <laughs> so, so, for, for two, two chunks, chunks and a hunk, our rating for this movie, which is, which is known as Avengers colon Infinity War Part 1, the one with Thanos, our rating for us, this show is... Own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. Guys, I... Love this movie. It's so good. It is the epitome of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yikes. Wow. Good. I'm, I we think I'm with you. We, there's nothing else to say about it. Let's shout some people out. Yeah. Ooh, big shout outs. Guys. This is the episode to shout out. I, I want to go ahead and acknowledge right here that there, there's a chance that in like a year or two, I'll be like, you know what? I still like Avengers Infinity War, but maybe it wasn't quite an own it. Don't let anybody. There's a chance. It's not a big chance, but I just want to say like, we did just see it. So we're pretty hyped on it. Yeah. I think I'm going to stand pretty firm in my rating, yeah. but there's that. There's yeah. my disclaimer. So we do have, uh, some pumps and dumps from Eric Rodriguez. Eric, nope. thanks for emailing thanks, us. Here. Uh, super pump is the high stakes in this movie, higher than any other movie in the MCU, Yeah, which makes the few victories our heroes achieve hit that much harder. Nice. And I would go ahead and add to your email. The failure that they receive at the hands of Thanos yeah. is that much more impactful. Like when they all dissolve, like it's so important and good. Yeah. It's yeah. a great choice for this movie. Yeah. And it totally is like, going to stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's super dump. Uh, he says, I call BS on the plot point that Thanos loved Gamora and therefore that sacrifice was acceptable for the soul stone man what a smart little dump that he had <laughs> hey guys let's not fight our viewers yeah. his rating is rented he said i feel like i can't rate infinity war completely until i see the sequel to this film that's the most buckwild thing i've ever heard yeah man. i know <laughs> Tell, look, look. i just stepped up to the plate to defend you yeah but no more he's like let's not fight our viewers and- what Look me in the eyes and tell me you're not going to drop like 35 bucks on the steel book for this. Movie. I'm going to get the you entire plot tattooed on my body. You want to buy it. Um, yeah, that's our email pump and dump. Do we have any uh, social media shout outs? All right. Well, you guys are checking for social media shout outs. We do have uh, another shout out. This one goes to Jordan Goach, friend of the show. We've shouted him out a couple of times uh, and he actually texted me his super pump and super dump. Uh, he said super pump was everything stormbreaker. And I think mm. David Blee's agrees with that. Mm. There it is. Super dump is the scene where Peter Parker dies. And I think super dump, if I may put words into Goch's mouth, it's not because Peter Parker died or it's not, not that that was a bad choice for the story. It was that, it was but that it was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Tom Holland's acting in that scene yes. was so good. So, so very good. We going to also shout out Andy Franco. Thanks so much for being a fan of the show. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Huge shout out to Adam Raider. I think this is like your second or third time to be shouted out on the show. You rule. Thank you for listening. (laughs) And final shout out goes to Chuck Lupin. Man, thanks for emailing us. Sorry we recorded our episode before you sent it in. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Guys, we did it. We done. We did it. We did it. All every Marvel movie. 18 movies. We did the entire MCU. 19. 18, 19. Like, it doesn't even feel real. Feels like 100. Yeah, it does. 
I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I would. Oh my goodness! You cool. Boys, I'd do it seventeen times. Well, let's nice go watch Iron Man to me. <laughs> right now. Put your money where your mouth is. Iron Man one. Here we go. Uh, so later on this week, we will be releasing a special super short uh, announcement episode, mm. um, just to cover kind of where we're going next, some changes in format, and some things that we want to keep you guys informed of, uh, so that you can stick with us while we transition out of the MCU and into whatever might be next. <laughs> <laughs> so please You're check that out. Love it. Wink, wink. You'll get that if you listen to the next episode. Stay tuned. The next episode is going to be like five minutes long. Yeah, it's going to be super short. <laughs> it'll make up for how Knowing long us, this one it'll is. be like twenty minutes. But yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, make sure you check that out if you want to keep aware of the things that are going on in the chunk of verse and what we got uh, doing. And as always, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> as always, if you want to be shouted out on the show, uh, post about us. Use the hashtag official chunky. Please, please. You can DM us on Instagram. You can, you can DM us in Dungeons and Dragons. DM us in Dungeons and Dragons. Lead us through an adventure. That would be really fun. I have a dark elf uh, hunter mage named Quelcor that I could whip back out. If a dwarf that. named Shundimir the Sterde that yeah, I can that bring really as well. So, well, who's uh, your character, David? Oh, you don't play with us. You guys play? Well, we haven't in a few years, actually. It's been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> anyway, for two chunks and a hunk, I'm Shundamir the Sterde. I'm also that thing. And I'm here. Thanks for watching. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.